Don't look. Oh. oh. <laughs> There's a woman standing behind all of you, and she has a shotgun trained on all of you. Uh, and she says, all right, time for you to finish your job here. And you recognize her immediately. It's the lawyer, Valerie Irving. It's like, go ahead. Somebody needs to take that and fuck off with it. Get it out of my house. Sorry? You heard me. Somebody just walk right up to that thing, take it, get it the fuck out of my house. We will, in fact, need you to sacrifice yourself then. Nope. Not part of the deal. But this wasn't either, actually. Mm, it's part of my deal. <laughs> She's just kind of like, <laughs> cocks the shotgun again. I swear to God, these modern people are bullshit. <laughs> Um, okay. How how far away is she from me? Uh, she's a decent distance away that she would definitely get a shot off on you before you were able to get close to her. But not if I whip a crowbar at her. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, I know, you're all shocked and confused. What the hell is the lawyer doing here, huh? I know, it it's gotta be confusing, lawyer. doesn't it? Well... Let me tell you one thing. Uh, this house wasn't built to keep that thing in. It was built because we wanted its power. Mm. Jesus Christ. And that fucker, Patrick, decided he was just gonna make off with it all on his own. But I caught on. I remember. He thinks changing his name is so smart. That stupid son of a bitch, I'm onto him. But now this well's mine. It's all mine. And I get the power of the outer black all to myself. But all I need is for one of you to just take that thing, get it the fuck away from my well. And if you don't, I'll shoot you all, and then I'll just leave the house until it decides it's ready to go. So, uh, that thing is... It's the, it's the living darkness. You know. Oh. Guards the well. To the outer black. <laughs> Are there keeper um, yeah. rocks or anything on the ground? Am uh, I yeah. close to one of these? Okay, I would, I would take a rock before I touch a skull. I would like to try <laughs> to do so uh, while like a conversation is having happening uh, with the lawyer and others to try to just grab a a, a rock surreptitiously. I will let you get away with it. However, you probably want somebody to distract her while you're doing it. So, if you can communicate with just your eyes to any of the other teammates to kind of convey a plan, I'll let you get away with it. Because she's she's busy vaguely... She's not actually monologuing, she's just... She, like, had her tiny moment, but really mm -hmm. she is honestly just waiting for one of you to reach out to this thing and take it. <laughs> she's she not that kind of villain. She's just waiting for you to do the thing that she needs you to do. Wasn't she closer to me? Uh, or... she, yeah, technically, because you were the last one in. Oh, no, because you all kind of went over the well. So yeah. I want to say you're all pretty close to the well if you look at the map. Uh, she's where the shaft of the inner chamber is, and you're mm. all pretty close to the open well. Oh, damn. There's an altar between you. Okay. Um, Everett is going to try to lock eyes with Piers. 
Oh god, why'd you pick me? <laughs> because Redemption uh, moment. <laughs> no, because Pierce is the one I I I have confidence in few things, and this is one thing I think Pierce can do. Um Ever's gonna try to get catch Pierce's eye and like his his arms are down by his sides because he's trying to like keep his balance and not just yarf all over this place. Um, he's gonna try to like point to one of the stones down on the ground and like point and then like kind of like flick their finger like up towards that general direction, trying to convey break whatever light is over by her to make it darker. That's what I'm trying to convey. That's a lot of things to try to convey, but that's whatever it's trying to do. <laughs> or, you know, if Piers interprets it as, um, throw the rock at her, that's fine too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so let's say, uh, let's see how well you conveyed that. Um, because, uh, let's say it should be Sense trouble is pretty good, I want to say. How about okay. give me a, this is a very tense situation. You are trying to convey something very archaic using only your eyes and maybe slight finger adjustments. Uh, I want to say it is a seven point sense trouble uh, test. Yikes. Well, I'm going to spend five. <laughs> there it is. And have to roll and not roll a one and not roll a one that's fine roll the six jesus <laughs> so you managed to convey all that to pierce pierce does understand what you're trying to say um Excellent. so what do you do with it is up to you uh so you're basically you're telling pierce to throw a rock at the closest light to uh valerie urban yeah is the idea uh yeah. so if you want to tell him to do that are you going to be the distraction then What you gonna do? <laughs> um. Uh, he'll like hold his hands up. Uh, and uh, say, um, you you mentioned that uh this was someplace that obviously gives people a lot of power but what specifically is your connection to this place are you related to no point to the body of like the pile of six bodies anyone here were you oh did yeah. you help build this house no i didn't help build this house you know why because the person who built this house is a fucking traitor <laughs> she, she just kind of like holds the gun she's pointing it at you now because she's definitely trained on you patrick the asshole who built this house went on a world journey to see if he could find one of these power wells and he found it here and he thought he was my i mean he was my partner in law like we we it was irving and, and riley associates like we we were business partners and everything and this fucker decided that he was just gonna take the well and keep all that power to himself and he had his little group of friends that wanted to all have that power together so Look at how well it worked for them, because those idiots didn't know about the guard dog that comes out of the goddamn wells. <laughs> so, uh, those guys on the floor over there, yeah, they used to be my friends. Um, but they made a fatal mistake, and that is, they didn't have 
Uh, guinea pigs to take the thing away from it. And then I'm going to throw the rock. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, so give me a shooting test. Uh, it Get is it. a very hard shooting test because everything you're trying to do is kind of quick. So uh, and it's it has to be done on the fly. You don't really have time to aim and make it perfect or anything like that. I'm going to say it's an eight-point shooting test. And I'm sinking all five of my shooting points into it. Ooh. Yes! And got a six. <laughs> so you immediately just like really quick uh it kind of uh blurts out the light unintended uh thing uh that light is chained to that light is chained to that light is chained to that light the entire oh, right no. side of the chamber completely goes black and she goes what the fuck and she she turns her gun and is about to shoot um but uh i'll give everybody uh a fleeing test of let's say Eight. Eight point fleeing test to see if you can get over to the light side of the room before Valerie realizes she's fucked. <laughs> well, I haven't um, used any points in fleeing, so I'm going to use seven. Have I used any? No, I haven't used any. Um, You said it's eight point fleeing? Eight point fleeing, because this is all happening very fast, and it was not planned that all the lights on that side of the room would go out. And so we're we're fleeing to the other side of the room. The other You're side fleeing to the light. light side of the room, correct? Yeah. Okay. Can I? Yeah. I can I burn all of my fleeing? Yeah. And also roll, I don't know, extra to try and make sure that when we're all running and her, I, I'm running in front of Everett to make sure that they are. You can not try. Going. They're not gonna have, get shot. I'm trying to make sure I that I'm sweeping. Three points of fleeing. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm trying to sweep. Uh, let's see how how good you roll. So everybody, give me that roll, um, and we'll we'll find out what goes on. And I rolled a five. I don't know if that gets me in the end. You're good. You I mean you overdid it, but yeah, you're good. And then uh, Penelope and Everett. I want to um, say because you did it so good, it lowers the test for Penelope and Everett. Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. I was like, let's eh, see. It was eh. an eight point. I'm going to make it a five point for you two. Okay. Well, I spent three points and then rolled a five. No, so good. I got eight. <laughs> and then. But Penelope. I don't have any more fleeing points, friends. Just letting you know. <laughs> I'm going to spend. What is it now? Five? It's now five for you because Joe is kind of helping by, like, essentially grabbing both of you and just diving to the other side of the room. But there's yeah, a chance I'm... that, you know, she misses or something. I don't know. I'm gonna spend two points. I rolled a three. Whoop! Oh Jesus! <laughs> Very good. So uh, you all kind of like it all happened so fast. Piers like and like throws. He's kind of used to distracting predators uh, in his line of work. I don't know. You can figure out what that means later if you want to ask him about it. But like, <laughs> um, is so interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, throw, he gets down, he throws a rock really quickly. Uh, it blasts all the lights out, and everyone's just like, shit! And then Joe grabs both of you, dives, and Piers kind of just, like, ducks and rolls out of the way. Um, uh, Valerie Irving shoots, so there's, like, like a big blast of light. Uh, as everybody's ears kind of go, you know, numb for a second. The monster in the back freaks out about the light that just lit up the room for a second. You can see, like, parts of it kind of sizzled slightly. Uh, and it sees an avenue, and uh, Valerie just goes, fuck! <laughs> and then, as this thing, like, like too fast, 
immediately just kind of like grabs her and absorbs her and you see her get kind of like just swallowed by this like weird blob of hands that just kind of like grab her and everything like that. You aren't entirely too sure what happens to her for a second, but then after a moment you just see like this kind of like mummified corpse kind of fall out of this thing and then like as it hits the ground turns into a bunch of dust. And her shotgun just like like lands across the room. But now the uh oh. what is nice is um uh the uh, living darkness is on the right side of the room. However, you do have a clear shot to be able to get to the um uh what's it called? Well, the, the yeah, out, uh, like out of the thing. However, the second uh, from what you're gathering, sure, morning might be coming in a few hours or so. Um but the second it turns dark again, this thing could walk out of here. And you don't know mm -hmm. what kind of havoc it's going to cause. So there's got to be a way to stop this thing. Or not. I don't know. It's up to you guys. <laughs> you can just well, say fucking around if you want. <laughs> no, we got to get that thing in the well, we, and we got to put the lid on that. We got to cap it. We know there's spare bulbs and lights in the workshop. So yeah, we if anybody start... wants to spend skills for ideas, you can do that. Um, but if so you these got are, ideas, are these go are the lamps it. here halogen lamps? Uh, if you're talking about, are they now like? Can you replace the bulbs in them? Yeah. Um, the catch twenty two with that is that when the when the what's it called? Uh, the the power generator goes out. Uh, somebody needs to constantly come back and refill it, right? Yeah. <laughs> So it's not a permanent solution. It is a good well, solution for now. No, 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 no. I, the, so we broke lights. Half the lights here popped. My thinking, and Everett will explain this also in character, but I don't have the, I don't want to. Um, is that we just need to light it up down here enough that it scurries back into its hole and we put the cap that's on the ground, cover it up, put it in there, and then we can work on leveling this entire building if we want to. Um, that is a solution. Is it? Right, that's what I meant by the spare lights that we saw in the workshop. I was so, on the same page with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah those lights are for these lights. How, how much time do you think we have left on the generator? Hmm, I want to say you got like maybe an hour. Okay. As long as um, nothing happens to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sure. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> I don't know what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to freak you out. <laughs> how many how many flashlights do we have? Uh, you one. have. I want to say you have a couple, but they aren't uh, like as a quick test. You shine it at it; it hates it, but it doesn't recoil from it. Hmm. Ah! Oh! Eyes! Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. I would like to conduct a brief experiment. Do I first of all, after seeing this, do I have any idea what kind of entity this is? Mm. I mean, it, she told you it's living darkness, duh. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. Seen, uh, she's mentioned the outer black and the living darkness. Oh, yeah, actually, that does kind of ring a bell, don't it, Penelope? That's you know it. what the outer black is. <laughs> I, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, you do. No. I have to go. I'm very busy. <laughs> I can't be here anymore. I have to leave. I just realized I have an appointment for the remainder of my life. <laughs> what? Is that your friend? I don't have friends. <laughs> Is it your roommates? Is that your pen pal? Is that your roommate? roommate. 
<laughs> um, okay, all right, okay. Well, ignore me for a minute while I start putting things together in my brain pocket. So, all right, so I had also ever had a moment in the lighthouse where they were staring, they were standing in just a void of darkness and it was staring back. Would it possibly uh, have been this? Not this. Crawly, creepy. The, the bad dark, the bad dark of infinite darkness. <laughs> Neat. You solved the mystery of Eileen Moore. <laughs> darkness ate him. <laughs> Sometimes darkness. it's as simple as that. Sometimes it's just really dark. <laughs> you oh, I'm, mentioned I something a second ago that might be a good lead. Well, my other thought too is. You, the lighthouse? Uh, <gasps> the lighthouse! Yeah. <gasps> Turn the lighthouse on! on. <laughs> remember, I do remember I spent some points on fixing it. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. was going to remind you of that if you spent points, but you all got there. <laughs> y'all, we yeah. got to fucking fix that lighthouse! <laughs> Shit. Yes, ma'am? Yeah. Right. So now that I <clears throat> have an understanding of this, um, for... I'm a researcher. Um, so I'm wondering, Dave, mm -hmm. Dave, mm -hmm. Dave, mm -hmm. I'm wondering, <laughs> is there any way for me to manipulate my gift at all? <laughs> if you're trying to, uh, uh, you can reach out to the, uh, to the, uh, the living darkness if you'd like, but I'm not going to guarantee it's going to be a good thing to do. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm what I'm, what I'm actually trying to do. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually wondering about trying to reach into it to see if Melanie or what's her name? have been absorbed absorbed or consumed. Ooh, you do not sense them in there. Um, you actually don't sense them at all in the house uh, anymore. So that's good oh. or bad, depending. <laughs> that's <laughs> all a thing of note. They're just do 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 bad something to note. I want to um, say in doing that, you've slipped accidentally too far. Uh, and the yes! living, you've accidentally reached into the living darkness. Everybody take off your headphones. No! Don't leave, <laughs> Let's see. This is exactly what I didn't want. Okay, so what you see is, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, you see uh, a group of two, uh, like these two men. One of them looks familiar. It looks like uh, the body that was buried in the wall. And the other is a young man. You saw him in a photograph a long time ago. It's Patrick Riley. Um, they uh, discover this well. Um, and, and then you see them making negotiations to build this house around it uh, and everything like that. Uh, you see seven people uh, moving these kind of ancient bodies away from this well. Uh, they're wearing robes that you're familiar with because they're the robes of the seventh circle, uh, the hermetic order of the seventh circle. Okay. Um, you see them 
not care at all about these bodies. One of them is like literally on top of the well. It's like a dead mummified body on top of the well. And these guys just push the well aside. They then get attacked by the living darkness. Um, and uh, most of them get basically devoured almost immediately. Um, and then uh, you see two of them run away. One of them, Patrick, gets grabbed by the ankle uh, on his way out. And you see the life kind of get sucked from him. He goes from looking like he's 35 to looking like he's 80. Uh, guy gets like, but he manages to escape before it kills him. Uh, they get all the way upstairs. Uh, they turn on the lights with the power generator, which keeps the living darkness in the basement. You see them go upstairs. They, uh, they talk about rituals and the only way to keep it in there. They make a rash decision. Nathan sacrifices himself. Patrick carves the flower of life into his body, cements him into the wall and cements all the doors, tries to keep the place secured forever. Oh, that boy. said, the living darkness has been living down here, secured for a long time. Um, and it talks to you. And it, and it says, Who are you? And you see, you just see occasional, like, glimpses of the outer black. Like, this is, you're probably the only one who could have lived this long. Um, to be able to pull this off. But you see horrifying things. You see a man with a bird face doing horrible operations. You see this uh, like weird, like it, just horrible abominations that you can't even describe or begin to explain. Um, you have, if you want, you can spend any number of points in Psychic to ask questions to the living darkness to about its motives or weaknesses or its nature. Uh, depending on a... You have nothing in psychic. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, which uh, doesn't make sense, but where I, is psychic? It's under psych. It says psychic powers, and then okay, I'm gonna, oh, it, they mean any any ability in there. So if you have, have like medium or messenger, I or got literally nothing in there, which I don't understand, what? but I don't How? have anything in there. Okay, I'm gonna give you uh, three questions. If you ask three questions, it starts to get Harry to stay in there. So. Be, feel free to duck out of this as fa uh, whenever you want, but go ahead and ask at least two questions. If you start to ask a third, it starts to get iffy. <laughs> and then okay. you can ask a fourth, but it might not end well. <laughs> okay. Um, um, all right. No pressure. That's fine. Um, uh, I think the first question will be, um, what are your goals? Darkness, darkness everywhere. Open the outer black. Take this world. Cool. Um, this next question is going to be tricky and they might get mad, but she's going to do it anyway. <laughs> Um, wait, no, she's not. Um, she's going to try to picture Melanie and what is her name? Victoria? Veronica. Victoria. Veronica? Victoria. Because yeah, Valerie is the dead lawyer. <laughs> right. Um, she's going to try to picture both of them in her head and say, where are they? How am I feeling? Uh, 
You're starting to feel a little sick. Fuck. I want them back. Um, <laughs> for you, so my... I have been here before, right? The Outer Black? You just know a lot about the Outer Black, and your power actually taps into it. Okay. Um... Uh... It's what you didn't like about the Seventh Circle. Once you figured out that it wasn't just uh, using, like, powers to kind of learn more about the occult, and you learned that they were actually trying to awaken the Outer Black and use its power for their own gains, that's when you kind of ducked out of the cult. Okay. All right. Um, she is going to do her best to try to see if she can... Can I? I can't feel them here either. Can I? What, M Melanie and and, yeah. and uh no, no, they're gone. They're gone. All right. Um. I I'll just I'll let myself slip back into the normal world then. <laughs> it's like you can as you're trying to like fade out. You you almost see hands trying to get you back, and they're like, no. Uh, as you pull. Back. <laughs> So, uh, what we come back to is Penelope, um, uh, like, Penelope just kind of, like, reaches out trying to see something, and then she just goes, and, like, her eyes just turn completely black for a moment, and, like, you can see, like, all the hands that were kind of chaotically moving around in the, in the living darkness kind of start to, in, like, they're kind of, like, trying to reach specifically Penelope. Like, the, the light is keeping them away, but, like, all the hands just kind of, like, converge at this one point where they keep trying to, like, come around each other and everything like that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, after what seems like, uh, I want to say maybe ten seconds, Penelope just goes, and then, like, you see the hands just go, and, like, the thing just kind of, like, uh, crawls along the walls really angrily, uh, as if it, like, was trying to do something and failed at it. Did Maybe you try to become enter friends? somebody? Uh, Penelope, are you alright? How do I feel? Uh, you feel very sick. Um. So Penelope's probably gonna, like, collapse onto the floor. Um. Uh. And she's, like, completely unable to communicate. I will do the same thing for Penelope that she did for me earlier in the kitchen. I will <laughs> kneel down. It comes down. off a little different considering how crazy you are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's going to be I, fine. It doesn't look fine. In the view well, behind you, it's this horrifying. Well, that's happening. Uh, I'm going to start making my way to the lighthouse. Okay, so you start to climb up the, the thing yeah. as the action music kind of slowly starts to kick up. Uh, what does everybody else do? Uh, I think Everett's just gonna, like... Realizing that there is a situation here, but knowing that there will be more of a situation if they stay here, um... I think Everett's gonna come over to, like, where Joe and Penelope are and, like, say... I've... I, I, Something has happened. I realized this, but we need to leave. And uh, Everett's gonna like try to like scoop like one arm under each one of you. So like hook one arm, hook the other arm, and kind of like lift you both up uh, and try to like move you towards the 
out. The out, the up. As you pick them up, you start to (laughs) hobble towards the uh, exit when all of a sudden you hear a and like one of the lights at the far end of the room goes out. And that's when you realize that the living darkness has figured out tools because you see it pick up a rock and throw it at one of the lights. (laughs) And then it gets really excited about that when the light goes out and it like runs around the entire room. And then you see it like, like seven hands kind of like trying to go over each other, like concentrate on a rock, pick it up and then, and then another light behind you goes out. I'm just gonna push these two. (laughs) I'm just gonna push them forward towards the out. Towards the up and out, <laughs> towards peers. We're all like inner arms, just pulling each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, how about this? Let's do. Uh, <laughs> let's essentially do like rounds and powered by the apocalypse, where everybody just kind of says what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, or we could just do a planning phase. Uh, what What would everyone like to do? Let's Let's start talking about what the plan is as a whole first. Right now, I want to say you've all made it to the inner chamber. Like you've all met up up there. Um, uh, the darkness is slowly coming up as it's breaking more and more of these lights. Um, but it's still down there for now. Well, my plan is to get to the lighthouse. Um, I know I already repaired parts of it, but I want to make sure I get it, you know, shining light over in this. Yeah, you have it, I believe the last time we left off with the lighthouse thing, it works, like the light is on, you can turn it on and off. Uh, and everything like that. Uh, it moves, however, it takes tremendous force to move it. It doesn't spin, but you can, like, aim it, essentially. Yeah, so I'll need to get it to the house. Alright. So point it to the house. Point, so you want to point it at the glass house, essentially. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, I would like to try and get uh, as, many, as much light in that room uh, to kind of create that that barrier and um we could set stuff on fire because that's how like the the mural down there is like literally one side is people and they're happy and people like with fire and sunlight and the other side is not people with like those are cave wall paintings so they're not murals Oh. That's what I that that. that oh, you're just using them as a reference. It. Correct, ah. correct. Yes. Not I thought you were trying to set them on fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. But there is an entire like, there's a lot of destroyed stuff that I'm sure is flammable, and also a library that is full of flammable things. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, remember, also... like a the library Fresno. actually doesn't have anything in it. <laughs> remember, it's just empty bookshelves. It has, that they... it has books of it, it has boxes books of box. stuff. Yeah, you yeah. are true. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I remember that. Mm. <laughs> I also assume that we probably have some form of lighting that we brought in with us for yeah. the set yeah. Um, yeah. that might be harder to yeah. break with a pedal. Then. Um, I want to go with Piers. Alrighty. I'm going to mend this broken relationship if I try, or we're going to die trying, or we're going to just die. It's fine. Then <laughs> it'll be easier to move a really heavy lighthouse light with two people as opposed to one. Yeah. I guess Penelope and I are just trying to light this room. So you, so Penelope and Joe are essentially creating like, essentially a distraction until the main light can be used. Is the yeah. idea? We're making okay. sure that he can't get past whatever. Like if he's able to get up to the top, if it's able to get up to the top, it's not able to get past the ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so we can uh, check back in. Let's do it this way. Um, 
uh, Everett and Piers give me a five-point fleeing test. Or athletics, athletics. Uh, you've okay. technically got away. Um, and actually, I'm going to make it higher. Let's make it an eight-point athletics test because you're running a really good distance. Okay, well... Okay, I'm going to put six points into it. <laughs> Ooh, I nice. only have three to spend. I have ten. <laughs> so we're going to... I had not that much. <laughs> That's a five. What did I say? Nice. And, and I passed. All right, so Piers, <laughs> you're used to running. Um, you yeah. do it a lot in your occupation uh, and stuff like that. So you just like <laughs> book it there. Uh, I want to say you get into the lighthouse and you're able to get up the stairs. Uh, Everett is taking his time. Uh, he He's not used to running. I'm also <laughs> like exceptionally nauseous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Everett gets to maybe about the uh, front door of the lighthouse and it's going to take a little bit longer to get Everett up the stairs to be able to help you with the light. Um, and uh, Joe and Penelope, uh, let's say... Well, okay, so you want to set stuff on fire or cre create ways to stop it for a second, right? We're you creating do a wall of light, however yeah. one Tell me skills that. that you think you would use to do those things, and I'll tell you the point values you would need. Um, I also would like to try to add a... Not like a... Not something that I think would be permanent, but <clears throat> I want to try to add one of my weird bottle concoctions to add to the... The warding effect? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to say you have something that does do that. Uh, well, let's find out. You got a preparedness test, I feel like, for that one. Um, preparedness test of four for you. Uh, Joe, you said you were just going to try and find uh, stuff to burn? Um, I think... I have four points left in preparedness. Preparedness makes sense. Give me uh, a, just give me a four points preparedness test. You got a little bit of time to kind of figure this out. Okay. So either I, okay. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I will spend two. Nice. I rolled a six. Nice. Ah, that's a, a five total for me. Okay, so you're both good. So Penelope, uh, Joe is like um, grabbing like any of the tables that you guys brought for the video village or, you know, just broken furniture from like when the big Nathan centipede horrible thing attacked. Um, and like uh, uh, you're just getting them all in a pile and you have some of the leftover le like fuel from the, the generators that you brought over and you're just starting to dump it on all this stuff. Uh, Penelope, uh, in your wards and all of your things that you have, uh, you do keep something on you in case, uh, beings from the outer black need warding. Um, you specifically do know about that, so I want to say you do have a last-ditch effort thing about it, because eh, you don't like the outer black, uh, so you don't want it to be around you. So, uh, I want to say you have something on you. Would you like to make up something that would keep the outer black away? Yes, of course. Um, I think I probably would have a, um, I would pull out something that would be, is it just, can it be like a, a two-part thing just for flavor? Yeah, sure. I, I, um, you're okay to make up the ritual for this because I feel like it'd be a cool thing to make up. Keep in mind the Outer Black is kind of like its own thing. It's not like a demon or like, you know, any of those mm -hmm. kind of things. It's like kind of its own thing. Yep. 
So <clears throat> she's going to pull out of her bag. There's going to be um, like a piece of paper that's folded up. And you can tell that there's something written on the inside, but you can't see what it is. Um, and she also pulls out this uh, jar that in layman's terms is called a witch's jar, hmm. uh, which is kind of an, uh, a catch-all. And it looks disgusting. It is like brown and gross. There's something, there's stuff in it that looks kind of like metal or glass. It's hard to say. And it's sealed with a candle that's still on top of it and the wax is stripped down. It's like this big black candle. Um, inside of it, in case you're curious, it has, um, it has water and wine and blood and dirt and salt and glass and nails and screws and rose thorns. Um, she's gonna light the uh, piece of paper uh, and let it burn. And then she's going to take the ashes and like put them in her hand and wrap them around the, the candle and like rub it onto the wax and toss it down below so that it shatters. That's and what I do. So what you see when you do that is uh, there's like a bright light that kind of shoots out of the tunnel and you just hear like a scream for a second and like the light starts to fade eventually, but it, it definitely buys Joe some more time to get stuff along the lines. It's a ward. It's not a killer. Like it's not a, uh, what's a word? Um, uh, bug spray. <laughs> the repellent? Not the repellent kind, the one that kills the bugs. Oh gosh. It's not, it's not one of those. It, it, it just wards. It does not kill. So like, uh, it, it gives you time essentially. Insect. Yeah, it's not like that. Uh, it's not a pesticide for the outer black or anything like that. Um, but yeah, no. So you, you you aren't exactly sure what it like kind of looks like, but it just makes this gigantic, cool-looking, weird light that seems physical. Like it doesn't just seem like a light. Like it seems like if you were to put your hand through this light, it would feel like jello around it almost. Like, there's something about it that kind of feels more real than just light. And that stops it and keeps it kind of stuffed down there just a little bit longer while everybody tries to get all the other stuff together. Um, yeah, Joe, I want to say you got everything going. Uh, you got, like, a, a big mound of stuff, and you covered it all in fuel, and you have the match ready to go. And I have uh, uh, reflectors behind it. <laughs> for the for uh, uh, what's it called? Lighting? Yep. <laughs> to really put it that it's way. Just, it's really just, like fucking you know i have like whatever leds on fucking charge and i'm just like everything i'm <laughs> manic i'm manic lighting this place that's awesome so uh, i want to say yeah you're re you got the match ready to go and penelope is technically in the inner chamber right now but within earshot uh if you're gonna move i move i will toddle away swiftly <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> um with that we are on another check peers i want you to give me a you are alone currently. Um, I want you to give me a 10-point athletic check as you're trying to move this light on your own. Uh, oh, Everett, God. I want you to give me a 4-point athletics check as you're trying to run up the stairs of the lighthouse. I rolled a 4. Nice. Should I even roll? I'm not going to put points into it, so I'll fail. Uh, depending on how many points you get in it, I'm going to lower the difficulty the next time it's... it's okay. okay, let me roll. I got a 6. Nice. So uh, I want to say it gets to a point where you like, uh, you just need like, uh, if you had another person, this would go much smoother. I'll um, get there. <laughs> yeah, but you get it. Uh, then you see Everett get up there. Everett, I want you to make me maybe the final roll, depending on if you can make it. Um, give me a 
It's already been done. Uh, give me a four points uh, athletics test. It's a one. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're both really struggling yeah. to get this. Uh, at that same point, you see uh, just like a large, like, <laughs> come out of the front of the uh, lobby. Uh, you can almost hear it from where you are. Like, it sounds like a clap uh, as, like, the, the lobby just sort of explodes um, from uh, the uh, setup that Joe made. You see Penelope and Joe run out of the front uh, and trip. Uh, onto the the ground as this like light starts emanating from the uh, the entryway of the lobby, uh, and Penelope and Joe just kind of like are like laying on the ground as they like look back at the light that's going on and everything like that. Um, Everett and Piers uh, combined, I want you to get me eight points in athletics. So between both of your rolls, if you can get eight between both of you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put two points into it, just to be sure. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Great. Good, because I rolled a three. So you got five. Yeah. You got a one. <laughs> Everett, what the oh. fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, coming a horn D. <laughs> Everett, if you're willing to spend health, you can spend health equal to what you need in order to finish it off. How much more do we need? Uh, we got up to six, and we I said eight, so you, if you spend three, uh, I'm gonna double it. If you spend six health, you can do it. I'll do oh it. Oh my gosh. I'm down to three, but I'll do it. So you, like, oh. like, you're really struggling, and you actually feel something pop as you, like, get it there. The light dies in the lobby, and all of a sudden, you just see, like, uh, Penelope and Joe just kind of, like, and then all of a sudden, out of the entrance comes this, like, <laughs> like, this big, horrifying, like, blob thing. Like light, uh, it like kind of spreads itself out, and it looks like it's about to engulf Penelope and Joe. But then you go, and you turn on the lighthouse, and it's just caught in it, dead center. And you hear it screaming as it like rides, but it just can't get away from this light. And you're uh, like, with the strength that you're doing, like you're managing to like keep it in that light. As you, you can almost feel like it's fighting against the light, but that might just be how strong the gears are holding itself in place. But like, it's just. You see this thing just like burning alive as it's like writhing on the floor with like this kind of light smoke coming out of it. It looks similar to the the spell or whatever the ward thing was that Penelope made. That kind of light is kind of easing out of it and stuff. Until finally it's nothing. It just kind of like dissolves and dissolves and dissolves until it's just not there anymore. And you just see like light just kind of... As the lighthouse just starts to fade and the, the lighthouse turns off. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to sit wherever he's at. <laughs> I, yeah, you definitely, like, pop, dislocated a shoulder or something in that. Like, yeah. something's broken. <laughs> like, it's not working the way it should. Yeah, it's not even dislocated. It's, like, something, like, cracked. <laughs> I'll try to take a look and help out. Uh, get, I want to say... Everett. And, uh, With that, we're going to kind of run into vaguely epilogue mode. Um, yeah. What else would you like? Like, you don't have to, like, heal each other. You can have your moments and everything on the island, of course. Like, do whatever you want. But, like, we don't have to, like, roll or anything like that for the rest of the... Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say we'll, we'll do a moment of... Uh, I help Everett and, and help, you know, walk him down the stairs to meet up with uh, Penelope and Joe. You're all beat up. Yeah. Joe will just gently put a 
<laughs> like face in the dirt, kind of lift her head up and just kind of put her hand gently on, on uh, Penelope's shoulder. Be okay. <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, if you were okay I, with this, that would have been fucked up. <laughs> no, it was like, it's like one of those things where it's like, she's talking, it's fine, kind of thing. <laughs> um, did we kill the guard dog? Yeah. Yeah, he burned away. So we just have to make sure that nobody goes in and taps the well. <laughs> yeah, we should probably throw that cover on if we can. Yeah, can um, I think I would just like to lay here for a moment. I'm gonna try dipitously at the same time. Dawn starts to rise. We're still missing too. No. There. Well. Uh. What? What? She's just gonna look at Joe. No. 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 Not the. The dust. Fuck. Uh, Everett's gonna try to reach out to, um, his wife again. She uh she returns. And she looks fine. Like she actually looks really good. She's like, I missed you. Oh. Oh. Uh I think Everett um is like stare is like talking out loud, by the way. It's like looking in you know, with the sun kind of coming up. Um to like nowhere and there's just like tears streaming down his face um like he doesn't even realize it uh she hugs you but you don't necessarily like you can feel it but nobody can see that anything is different yeah um yeah he'll with his the arm that works he will return it as best he can. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you see Everett hugging nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, she says, they're, they're out there somewhere. Your friends. I can, I can feel them, but I, I don't know where they are. Oh. Oh. Really? Really? I, they're, they're somewhere. Not 
I, I, I hate to break it to you. Not in your plane. Okay. They're lost. Oh, um... Everett's going to just turn back to everyone, looking a little bit uh, more excited than anyone should in this moment. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, say, um, she she says that they're, they're, uh, they're still here. Well, not here, but not quite the same. Um, not necessarily here, just out right, there even, like, a, right, <laughs> i know and like he, he's like talking no listen honey you got they're they're out no, i know I, I know but in like a, a larger sense um well and we, uh, uh what what i'm sa saying is we could find them in a way and at least get them to a, a restful place um, Joe it's just gonna take some time off to kneel down someplace away, and she's crying, so she's not hearing Everett right now. Everett's just looking <laughs> at Jane, just with like, like the. The the eyes that someone gives to like someone they haven't seen in a very long time, because Everett hasn't seen her like this in a very long time, <laughs> and it's it would be sweet if they if everyone didn't just uh, almost die. <laughs> <laughs> and she just goes, "Don't worry, I'm here always." And then right as she says that. The dawn, like, sun just kind of peeks over the horizon and, like, the light almost kind of, like, she's just gone as the light kind of shines through her. Oh. But you feel, like, a, a hand on your shoulder. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Piers is just trying to salvage equipment. Uh, Piers <laughs> notices that the helicopter is fucked. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, the lawyer must have blown it up or something. Well, you guys hey, are knocked but out. But the lawyer has got here. Nobody tried to escape, so nobody figured out that the the, the fucking helicopter's destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> so but, now you yeah, find like, it, and you're like, the lawyer had to be here somehow. The lawyer got here somehow. Mm. There's a way you can check for that too. With our eyeballs. With your eyeballs looking at the time-lapse camera that Piers set up in the beginning of the session. Hey! Yeah, you, you take a Buddy. you take that time-lapse camera that's been there that entire time, and you notice uh, I, I very, very slyly and briefly mentioned that there was a fishing boat off off in the <gasps> in the ocean. You see that fishing boat there for a long time, and then uh, as like night falls, you see all of you guys walk into the glass house and everything like that. And then you see that fishing boat, like uh, after a few minutes, like you're watching it on fast forward, drives up to uh, the the pier and it, uh, you see Valerie get out. Uh, she, she like uh, basically blows up your helicopter and then, uh, well, she checks on the inside of the glass house, sees all of you knocked out, comes out, blows up the helicopter um, and then like goes back in the fishing boat and just kind of sits at the pier uh, and, and then you see her come back up 
cocking the shotgun as she walks inside. <laughs> and then you never see her return. <laughs> I wonder where, where we should I wonder going? why. <laughs> okay. Joe jo is sitting by herself looking. There's yeah, just away. We need her to go get her. And she's not doing anything right now. I think Everett's focused on closing up the well. Yeah, I want to say all of you yeah, get down other. there. Well, okay, yeah, getting the arm in a way that it's going to like hurt the least amount <laughs> until we can fix it, but then also going to get that taken care of. But yeah, the well, <laughs> and you see like that, that fog that was coming out of it close. Um, and it feels like the pulsing stops. It's almost like you feel the pulse retreat, like it goes down. Uh, and I want to say, to kind of move things along, uh, as you're leaving the glass house again, now that you've sealed it, there's an old man sitting at, like, he kind of starts to walk up the path. Uh, he's got a cane and everything like that. He's walking up the path. Um, and he, he's, he, he's got a younger woman with her, with him, who's dressed in gardener clothes. These two look vaguely familiar because I mentioned, well, first of all, they look really familiar, familiar to Penelope, uh, the old man particularly. Um, but the reason they look familiar to a lot of you is because on your way to the hotel, I mentioned you passed by a car that had an old man with a young driver in it. And these two, like, suddenly you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> what, what the fuck? And stuff like that. And... This man, he's just like, I I came as soon as I could. I heard that there were people going to Glass House, and I didn't realize what was happening until it was too late. Uh, I'd like to introduce myself. Um, my name, well, some call me Adam DeBrat, but others know me as Patrick Riley, and I, I was the one who commissioned this house. Um... I need you all to come with me. We need to talk. And he kind of ushers you towards his yacht. Uh, the, the gardener's like... Yacht. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they park the yacht just kind of in the ocean somewhere uh, to kind of talk to you in private. And Adam's sitting there with his cane. Uh, the gardener's the one who drives the boat and everything like that. And Adam goes, uh, Seven years ago, I tried to do something incredibly foolish. I thought I can control the outer black... And it cost me everything. My friend Nathan, who helped me build this house, he was a wonderful architect, sacrificed himself to keep the outer darkness contained. And I bought this hotel. The uh, he, You can kind of see it in the distance. The Great Northwestern. Uh, I live there now because I keep watch over the place to make sure that things like this don't happen. Unfortunately, it's like everything fell into place. Uh, I, I see Valerie Irving was part of this. It's like she knew I would be out of town and orchestrated this whole thing. Um, and she tried to take the power and it seems like it didn't work out well for her. It worked out about as well as it did for my other cohorts in the Hermetic Order of the Seventh Circle. Um, I, uh, uh, I have since made it my life. Everybody that works at the Great Northwestern is part of this mission. We watch the glass house. We make sure nothing happens to it. Uh, you have all seen horrors beyond imagining. 
If you'd like, you can join us in this mission, but I wouldn't wish this upon anyone. Um, with that, I will let you make your own decisions, uh, but you've seen what happens, and that well cannot get into the wrong hands. We lost two people. I lost seven. And you were out of town. I thought... I thought my crew would handle this, but it seems like maybe we have a mole in our midst. Oh well. They'll be dealt with. And uh, the boat starts to drive back to the uh, docks. But now that you know Adam's or Patrick's proposal, uh, you kind of know everything that's going on. The first question was, what do the characters do in the house following the final confrontation? You kind of did that it says do they dispose of any evidence do they try to block uh, try to block the shaft to the chamber below with the remaining dynamite to, is enough to collapse is it enough to collapse the shaft um do you do anything else to the house after you've uh sealed it uh sealed the well let's put it that way like do you do you take it upon yourselves to do anything else to the house or do you just want uh patrick to take care of that i mean did we have any dynamite left you oh, yeah, had about three, three, I have three sticks. sticks. Yeah. yeah. Could we could have uh, blown up the the shaft that led down into the bad place of dark. Yeah. So the, like the, essentially the 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 shaft that leads to the inner chamber. You just want to mm -hmm. kind of blow it up and stuff. Yeah, because then the, like the building will still be there. Yeah. And then you can probably, well, they can have, uh, you can work with Patrick to, like, re-concrete that up and stuff and make it a lot more convincing. Um, they do a proper burial for Nathan now that he no longer needs to guard the house um, and everything like that. Uh, and now the, his widow knows what happens to what happened to him. It's like, oh, we found his body and everything like that. Um, the second question, what do the characters do regarding the film they have recorded on the island? Do they broadcast the whole story to the public on Channel 8, or do they keep it for themselves? Or any other alternative, just what do you do with the film? You Now, here's the problem. A lot of it got destroyed. Some of the bigger evidence you don't have any footage of, and any footage that Victoria took got taped over with something creepy. And for some odd reason, the second you leave the island, that tape just doesn't work anymore. It's just all static. How terrible. I mean, so, so you we, don't have enough so footage have really for an episode. Long, we have a very long time lapse. <laughs> yeah. That's really could, nice and we good for a nature documentary. But well, <laughs> we could we could make it, you know, action packed and show that, uh, you know, the lawyer was crazy and blew up our, you know, blew up everything and blame everything on her. If uh, in we all could, honesty, you can any... do that for the, the explanation of your the disappearance of your two friends. Yeah. Like right. somebody's yeah. gonna have questions about that. So yeah, because we we'll have footage say... of her blowing up our helicopter. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Paris could probably doctor something to make it look like. Don't even need to. You just use the time last footage. That's enough yeah. evidence right there. No, just to make it look like um, Melanie and Victoria were caught in the blast. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't really want people to be curious about this place. It's, it's cool that you as the producer decide to make that call. 
to be like, because it seemed like before that's kind of like a little bit of your arc was before you're like, no, we should use all these powers. We should, you know, we should get good footage. We, we should figure out answers. these mysteries and let's get answers and stuff like that. But now you're like, we have answers. We don't want anyone to have them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe now it's not, maybe now we shouldn't be as uh, uh, reckless with the supernatural. The answer is we are not alone. And uh, all it cost was somebody I loved. Ooh. <laughs> that's the footage. What? <laughs> right there. That's how that's how that episode closes out. What the fuck? <laughs> we're not we just we're not showing this episode. <laughs> right, right. Of course. So I guess that kind of vaguely goes hand in hand with the next question was uh do they inform the authorities of what happened on the island? Would anyone believe them? Do they have any proof to substantiate any claims or accusations? Oh well, yeah, we have green. we have the proof that she blew up our helicopter so she, she was cocked a shotgun and like honestly you could be like she took our friends and we don't know what happened to all of them yeah, <laughs> like, she, went, so. she went she went postal she was looking for wealth and yeah yeah she wanted she uh, something about making this episode went to her head or something like that yeah. i don't know mm -hmm. yeah. uh <laughs> If any characters died on the island, how do they react to this? Let's put it this way. You've all reacted to their deaths, but how do you, what do you do about them uh, once you get back to, you know, Britain and London and stuff like that? Like, how how do you, like, how does this affect the show? Does this show just get canceled and we don't air this episode? It sure is, because Everett is not coming back. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. So we got no hosts. Sorry, we got no show. <laughs> It sounds like yeah. There's a there's a a definite definite implosion of the show at this point. That two of yeah. two people died in the making of it. One of a couple of people don't want to come back to do more of it. The footage doesn't work as an episode. Like there's not enough of a cohesion in the in the footage to make it an episode. And some of it just doesn't work at all. Like it just doesn't look right, or you didn't get good angles because you were panicking, or like it doesn't make sense, or it just feels too fake. <laughs> ironically enough. Um, so like did get good angles. They honestly, it tanks the show. Uh, Terrence loses his job and, uh, the show just gets canceled, but it has this ghost story surrounding it on why it got canceled. Like social media circles and websites talk about it all the time. Like, Oh, I heard it, it got canceled now. because yeah. the hosts died or like stuff like that. Like scary, spooky things surrounding, uh, ghosted, uh, why that show just dropped off <laughs> the show ghosted itself. Joe definitely doesn't uh, uh, work in, in, in film anymore and mm. might want to go to uh, Penelope and then maybe ever at some point and just go, is there any way that maybe we can use what we know to help instead of profit? Uh, I think Everett disappears. Oh, that's fair. That's juicy uh, as fuck. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another like, sports, I don't think you can. I don't a think you sports can find cameraman. <laughs> sports. Nice. Camera. Can't get Amazing. Hurt sports. <laughs> can't sports can't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure can. Sports aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Where does Penelope go then? Penelope goes to Patrick. Oh. Mm. Ooh. Interesting. You help Patrick uh, find the mole. 
I I help Patrick find the mole, and then I help Patrick guard the well. Ooh. Yes. That's cool. Uh, you already answered the next question, which is, if they attempt to keep the whole incident secret, how do the characters deal with Channel 8 wanting a show? Likewise, what about the authorities, if anyone is missing, including Irving? Uh, you kind of already answered that, so we'll move on. How do they deal with Audrey wanting to sell the house, knowing what's inside? Um, what do you guys do about Audrey wanting to sell the house? I buy the house. Well, I think Penelope's there. She might have. Yeah. I, I was essentially going to liquidate all my assets, buy the house, and give it to Patrick. Oh, damn. Uh, Patrick uh, is kind of rich. Um, you wouldn't have to necessarily go broke for it, uh, but it is a good idea. Um, he he wasn't aware that it was about to be sold, so I think he, he just goes, I guess I can buy it. Uh, but he puts <laughs> it... You know what? He makes you buy it, but he reimburses you for it, because if it's under your name... Uh, it doesn't look suspicious to the Hermetic Order of the Seventh Circle. Um, so it, it makes sense if you own it because you lost people you love there. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, she bought it in memory of her friends and doesn't want people going there because it's a terrible place. Um, that makes sense to me. Uh, this question doesn't super matter. It's just what do they do about Riley and his new identity? It's like, you know, you work with him. What the hell is this fucking whatever? <laughs> yeah, this is exactly. If anything, Penelope is the only one who really did anything about that, and that's Penelope now works with him. <laughs> so, um, and, uh, okay, this is the good final question. You all sort of answered it, but let's give you a bit more of a moment with it. Do the characters stay with the show or move on to other things? If they side with Riley, do they keep watch over the house or do they join the order to help him or do they go their own ways? So give yourself kind of, I uh, guess you can say, not necessarily a conclusion. You could leave it open-ended, but like what happens to your characters after this? Well, I'd say... Piers uh, is exhausted working on two different types of camera work where people have died. So that's why he's switched to something easy. Uh, and he's just going to take it easy and, and just kind of coast, but always remember who he's lost. Excuse me, too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Joe will um, get a divorce. Ooh. <laughs> Move on. Did Joe want a divorce or did Joe come clean about something and then get a divorce? <laughs> I think uh, I think it's both. Ooh. It was just one of those things where it was like kind of mutual. Yeah. Um buys the house. Um, quits working in film. <laughs> and I she definitely doesn't want to be a part of the order at all. But she um, looks in, tries to look in on everyone from time to time. And uh, decides to um, 
take the the money that was paid back to her and uh, do her best to shore up any suspicions. So she's just back channeling, just making sure that nobody figures out what happens on the island. And that's what she does with the rest of her life. Doing her own little thing. Uh, okay 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 um uh penelope goes back to um patrick patrick um helps find the mole and then helps kind of keep watch over the house under the guise of working at his hotel maybe Um, you know who the mole was because you technically do I know who the <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait. Is it the bartender? Yes. Yeah, it's it's the bart it's Sexton, the bartender. <laughs> Remember? He appeared in your in your nightmare too. And he he made the hand symbol. Oh, like that a bunch motherfucker. Of that yeah. piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, great, good. I take his job. Oh, shit, that's awesome. You're a bartender now. Now I'm a bartender. Um, I think I probably also would have... Um, I think I probably would have invited Joe to... and talked to Patrick to figure out a way to negotiate it so that Joe... since they didn't want to join the order, understandably... Um, me neither, but here we are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that works out well, considering, like, she doesn't have to join the order in order to, like, benefit the order, so just buying the house and putting it under her name, like, was enough that the order is just like, you can do whatever you want, you already did enough, (laughs) so. Perfect. She probably just chills in the bar. Hope Everett becomes a sportscaster and then Piers and Everett work together. <laughs> no, Everett disappears. <laughs> Amazing. So, so there, there's like a, a small amount of time after they get back that Everett is kind of still around just to like answer questions or like, you know, finish up any loose, get medical attention. <laughs> yes. Um, any of those things. But uh, I want to say maybe like three weeks or so post the island adventure uh Everett just kind of drops off the face of the earth um and nobody really hears uh back from him for probably a good 10 months to a year um and he has gone back to america um which is where i believe oh no you know what he does he he does not go back to america just yet um he has been traveling around england and the isles and nearby areas 
with his wife, Jane, who's a spirit who follows him around, um, trying to find the spirits of Melanie and Victoria to put them somewhere at rest. And if it's successful, we'll then go to America and spend the rest of his time there exploring and not doing any finding of this the most boring clerical job as in like office work cleric not clergy but like <laughs> like office work <laughs> uh to to spend out most of his days while still like and not like he was fully on board of like getting rid of these medium powers and everything like that um, and now he's kind of just like embraced it as part of his everyday life and is getting easier to manage because he's acknowledging that it exists uh, and is, you know, trying to find some like self-help books on how to like, you know, maybe tap into these powers a little bit easier and strengthen them and things of that nature. So, uh, but uh, after about like a year or so, Everybody just gets, assuming everybody still has the same phone number or the same email or whatever, we'll just get a mass, like, just like one text of like a picture of Everett by some like makeshift graves at like, on like a beautiful, uh, hilly mountainside that are dedicated to, uh, their two coworkers. Aww. Aww. And now, uh, as as we start to wrap up a few questions that are just going to linger no answers Everett, does your wife look better because you're closer to death penelope how long can you watch it and how can you stop people who sneak past peers you can't escape the supernatural by switching careers uh and joe melanie and Veronica are still probably out there despite but maybe not in a way maybe only Penelope could take care of it <laughs> there's a certain place that they might be living but it's gonna be real hard to get there and with that that is the seventh circle brought uh with uh and i have been i'm the keeper <laughs> i did and I, i'm Dave, i'm patrick riley it turns out we're doing uh, so great uh with that uh we will introduce ourselves uh and i will go last uh but whoever wants to go first uh and you, it, your favorite moment could be all three sessions doesn't have to just be the first one Excellent. I'll go first. Hello, my name is Maria. You can find me on the internet at Happy Capster, both here on Twitch, where I stream most days of the week these days, but also on Twitter, where I update about all of my stuff. I'm also a part of Dice Priori. We're finishing up a Monster of the Week campaign um, that I get to play in with Alex and with Emma and with other people. Um, that's on Tuesday nights. We also play stuff here um, semi-frequently. Um... Also, I'm part of Goblin Society Games. We make TTRPG content, such as a uh, book of magic items for D&D 5e. It's very good. You should go buy it. Um, my favorite... Hmm, my favorite moments are all going to revolve around Jane, around my wife, and around the terrible, creepy uh, tuxedo man 
So <laughs> we know his name most... now. It's Nathan Glass. <laughs> I forgot it. Um, but no, the first time that you described what Jane looked like, which y'all, if you haven't listened to it, um, is terrible. It yeah, is, she did not look good. She was crushed by an elevator and died. Ooh, and she that's how like she it. looked. She looked like it. She also sounded um, like it. She didn't yeah, speak was, in words. She spoke in no. screams. <laughs> screams. She screamed. So Everett had been living with a screaming, distorted version of his wife for years. Um, so when there was a conversation happening, so who talked to me in my in, in Everett's bedroom? Was it Joe or was it Penelope? Uh, it was Penelope. Yeah, she was on the ceiling the entire time. She was on the ceiling just dangling. (laughs) (laughs) She was so fun. (laughs) Um, But then that, like, but like that last question that you asked, though, I'm still reeling. Like, (laughs) goddamn. (laughs) Like, terrible. Uh (laughs) But wonderful and terrible. So very good. Had its ups and downs. I hate Das. Get out. Leave. <laughs> You're fired, Das. <laughs> no. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it to my good friend, best buddy, rival peers, aka Jason. Thanks, uh, Jason. Uh, you can find me on social media as Decudler. I played Piers, the cameraman. Uh, my favorite moment is the fact that none of you still even know anything about Piers' history. <laughs> if you re-listen to please. it, though, you would know about it. So it does come up. Um, please but, tell uh, us, please. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about my very bad dead wife, I, who was very good so, but died <laughs> very badly. <laughs> uh, I mean, the brief synopsis is there's, there's no reason. There's no reason Pierce is good at any of this. No, we we kind of threw but, it in but, there. But we did, we did kind of create... A backstory for it is that um, uh, with all the wildlife documentary stuff he did um, and the worldwide traveling, he met all sorts of different people, different tribes, but also different like military presences. And in his downtime, he usually spent most of that time hanging out with them and, and learning neat tricks. So uh, he just learned it from being a world traveler and meeting all sorts of different people. Well, then there was also that whole thing about, you know, your dead friend that you couldn't unlock a car for, so you got better at lockpicking because you didn't want to yeah. ever be in that situation ever again. Yeah, yeah we, were filming, oh, yeah, we were filming a lion documentary, and, well, it became a lion slaughter, and my coworker was mauled to death because I didn't react fast enough. So, which is now why I move very fast. <laughs> and also oh, are very good at unlocking things because you didn't unlock mm. the car fast enough. But, uh, yeah, that was How fun. <laughs> Alright. And Emma. Hello, that's me. Um, you can find me at Dreadvoid Witch everywhere on the internet. Um, goddamn house. Uh, and, uh, I stream on my channel Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and sometimes on the weekends. Uh, we play all kinds of fun games on Mondays. You can find Maria there too. She's, I don't, anyway. I'm here, I'm here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tuesdays, you can find me over at Dice Priory, and sometimes you can find me here. Um, okay, so favorite moment from tonight. Oh, actually, it was such a minor moment that I, I just can't stop thinking about it, and it was so small. 
but it was it was when they were in it was when Piers and Everett were downstairs and it the two blinking lights and hearing I like the red ones that get the fuck out of here Dave I Are made her scary <laughs> that was so, so scary. horrifying and great and so subtle yeah so, so minor between session two and session three I had a few nightmares and I wrote them down <laughs> So that's what all those are inspired by. I How hate terrible. that. I'm so, I hate that for you. Yay. Loved it for us, but hate it for you. Yay, my horrible mind. <laughs> Not this. Um, wowie, wow, wow. So that, that was that. That was great. Well done. The spookiness was just so very well done. Dave, please, God, just keep running these. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and that's me, Alex. Hi. I'm Alex. For some reason, I went to Bermuda for 0.2 seconds. I was like, hi. Person. Uh, uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Crit Charisma. Uh, I, I really don't do much, but just post pictures of my dogs. So if you're into just seeing a lot of cute, fuddly, fuddly? cute cuddly furry creatures there we go uh it's one o'clock in the morning um then cool uh i i'm over on dice party for a little bit it seems uh i i play uh a man-made hellhound uh with maria and emma on tuesdays um i i'm sometimes over on emma's channel when we do spoopy monster of the week things when we are able to and we have spoons. Um, favorite moment, shit, out of all of it. Dude, I always come into these thinking, nah, you're not gonna scare me. Like, I'm dead inside, it's totally fine. And somehow, <laughs> like, you freak the fuck out of, like, there's just so many things where I'm like, no, 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 I watch horror movies just to, you know, not feel sad anymore. And then, like, you say something, I'm like, you know what? That's gonna haunt me. Yeah, you guys should have seen what happened to Melanie. <laughs> I, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> I, I mean, you described something to me, and I did not like it. <laughs> and I was scared. <laughs> and, and it was just more of like I, it, it, as, as, as a very empathetic, and as an empath, I felt that as Joe, and I'm very sad. But Aww. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She's like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's gonna be. That, that's <laughs> Dave, take it away. Talk about schmuckies. <laughs> Dave, uh, I was the keeper tonight. Uh, my favorite part was all the character development because these characters kicked ass. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be gone forever or anything like that, but I it, I liked their arcs. Like everybody had really awesome arcs, uh, really good character moments and really good character building moments and like all of these characters' quirks were amazing and cool and like. Um, I actually got this, uh, it was funny because the only person who got to experience was Penelope, but I did sneak a, uh, invasive procedures cameo into, uh, something Penelope saw, because she dived into the outer black for a second, and for one of the visions she saw was a strange bird man doing horrible operations on people. I <laughs> so, caught that! Yeah, I was just like, Oh, terrible. Uh, I, I miss Dr. Drake. <laughs> like, Thanks, I hate it. 
Nice. But yes, uh, and with that, uh, I love Fear Itself. I definitely want to do more Fear Itself. I love Gumshoe. Dave, you're so, so good at spooky shit, and you're so right. nice, and yet you do this fucking terrible <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've been scared my whole life. <laughs> Dude, nightmares, man, are a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> at least and, I have and... an outlet. <laughs> yep. But um, uh, with that, we are the Mythos Mystery Society, brought to you by Schmuckies. Schmuckies! We see you. We all see you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>